Good day, everyone. My name is Kirsten. And my name is Anna. And you're listening to the, the Cover to Cover, Cover podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a very popular topic. I feel like it's pretty mm-hmm. popular. I think it's popular, too. We're going to be talking about some morally gray characters. Why we like them. Why we're drawn to them. Yeah. What is a morally gray character? All those types of things. Yes. I found a couple blog posts that I'll link down in the show notes that talked about morally gray characters. So for those of you that might not understand what we're talking about, morally gray characters are those whose behavior discourages readers from identifying them as purely evil evil, or purely good. Yeah. So they really write that line. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a character who feels incredibly human, often someone who tries to do right but fails and falls into bad tendencies, which we love. We love it. As a reader, you may not necessarily agree with the actions of a morally great character, but you can see how their past experiences and inner moral compass compelled them towards those choices. Yes. Don't, Don't agree with the actions, agree with the motive. Yeah, why they did it. They are the ones keeping us guessing on what they're going to do in any given situation and who often have the most compelling character arcs. You really did your research. <laughs> <laughs> they could be the main character. They could be a side character, a villain, uh, just character that comes in in the fourth book of a series that you had no idea even existed. Yeah. It could be anybody. Yeah. But why are we so drawn to these characters? Why do you think we're so drawn to them? I I personally just okay so I've said this multiple times on the podcast and just to you mm-hmm. off the record um, I am always drawn to the mysterious bad boys yeah um, and that just te- technically it just always tends to be the uh, the morally gray characters yeah. like Resand from Akatar. Mm-hmm. That's the first one that comes to my brain. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as we got deeper into the series, obviously he's not as morally gray. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just, I, I am always drawn to the mysterious ones and to the ones that obviously have deeper motives and like mm-hmm. all their emotions run deeper yeah. within them. I love it. And there's like different levels of like morally gray. There's some that are like really, really morally gray, and some that are just kind of like yeah, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well-written, complex characters will make the reader reflect on what's right and what's wrong. Yes. We often are drawn to these dark and brooding characters, despite knowing they're the villain. Mm-hmm. Let's think of the Vampire Diaries. Ooh. Yeah, have you seen the Vampire Diaries? I've rewatched the seasons like three different times. Yes. Okay. So you have Stefan and David. Yeah. The main brothers. Stefan is good just uh-huh. because he's good. That's uh-huh. just who he is. Oh, Damon is such a purely, like, Damon is character. so not good. So when he makes those better decisions, it goes against who he is as the bad guy, and that's mm-hmm. what makes him morally gray. Mm-hmm. Because he knows the decisions he has to make, even though he's the bad guy. Yeah. When he's not really the bad guy. I he's love a him. Good guy. I love oh him. Oh my gosh, he is by far he's my like, favorite character. He's like that's like the best. I think that's the best example. Yeah, that you could have come up with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I didn't come up with it. Somebody commented on this blog post and okay. talked about it, and I was like, "That's perfect." It's an absolutely okay. perfect example for real. I love when the morally great character has to make a choice that they know is going to change them as a person. 
like going against everything they stand for, but they do it anyway. They have to do it. Mm-hmm. And that makes them more good, but they're still not good. Some more examples. Kaz Brecker, Ooh. Severus Snape. I even put Draco Malfoy on this list. Oh, yeah. Fair. Tyrion Lannister from yeah. Game of Thrones yeah. and Sandor Clegane, which is the Hound from Game of Thrones. Resant. Yep. Castile Denier. Haven't read those yet. Haven't read those books yet. Uh, well, you read... Uh, oh. Well, I've read the first one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Darkling. Mm-hmm. Batman. Tony Stark. Yeah. Just kind of all over the board here. Yeah, there are definitely different parts of the spectrum there. Yeah. So, um, what characteristics do you enjoy in... In a morally gray character? Yeah. I think I like someone who has like the good witty banter oh yeah like i don't know i just i just like witty banter like the cockiness uh-huh. almost like resand yes he's very cocky like very cocky damn damon has oh has yeah the co- the cocky witty banter oh, as yeah. well just that's always like really good mm-hmm. and when you unravel their past or their background or their mm-hmm. motives yes when they break down is always so much better when they have witty banter to begin with when they're cocky mm-hmm. when they break down it's like such a contrast and it makes it so good yeah what makes a character complex to you I thought I, they were it's good. all about a character's background and what they've gone through and like their motives like i was saying before like i if we're talking about a book it's about the writer and how they write that character's yeah Complexity. I don't know how to classify complexity, to be honest with you. Um, it all depends on their background, I think. I love a good character arc. Yeah, I love when we start out hating them, and then by the end we absolutely love them. Mm-hmm. They completely turn around. You get to see little glimmers of like, like humanity. Damon is a perfect example. Absolutely. Because when I started watching it, I was like... People like this guy? Oh, I like him from the get, girl. No. You and I are a little different in that way where I literally... I couldn't stand... I, I thought he was a dick. I look for You were guys. like, he's... I literally will look for the guys that are mysterious and brooding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the guy. Yeah. That's my boo right there. Yeah. I like I him from the get. I didn't like him from the... I didn't. Not until like a couple seasons in. And then I was like, oh... There was, oh God. I'm going to say this for Damon specifically, there was a part, season one or two, very early on, they weren't in a romantic relationship yet, um, he was, if you know Vampire Diaries, then you'll get this, he went up to Elena, and she didn't have, or she had like her necklace that like prevents her from getting like manipulated, mind controlled or whatever. Uh-huh. Damon asked her a question. He was like, can I trust Stefan? Because they were like planning on something against Damon. And he went up to her and he was like, can I trust Stefan? And she's like, you can't do that. Like, I'm wearing Bervain. Like, you can't you can't control me. And he's like, I'm not trying to control you. I just want an honest answer. Uh-huh. And she's like, you can trust him. And he was like, okay, I trust you. And he literally walked away. And, and he was like, you had me fooled. Uh-huh. And I was like, that was a very human part that you yeah. could see to him. Like, he was being genuine with her. Mm-hmm. There were moments like that where I'm just like, oh, it's so good. The part part where i know this is not a vampire diaries episode but we're talking about it um <laughs> the part where uh he kisses elena for the first time and it's not, it's not elena. Elena. It's Catherine. i was like oh my god 
<laughs> literally the realization scene where they're like in the hospital or whatever and he's like we kissed and Aaliyah's like um no, no we, we didn't. didn't and they're like her and like her aunt are talking about it and they're like what's going on with him and Damon's like oh, oh my god <laughs> and, and like, they look at him like he's crazy funny. and he's like I'll be right back and I, gotta go deal with <laughs> I gotta deal with something really quick okay uh, next question which we've already talked about do you love morally great characters and why? Yeah, I feel like we've gone over this. I yeah. absolutely do. Yeah. I love them. I think they add like a little bit of spice to the books that we read them in. And do to you prefer shows. books with morally great characters? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think if it has a morally great character, then we have something to root for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, who are your favorite morally great characters? I know we talked about some. Yeah, now that we're talking about it, I've like got a Damon whole list. for sure. I've got Kaz Brecker for sure. Um, Resand uh-huh. is on that list. I think those three for sure. You That's said Selwyn Kane from Legendborn? Yes. That's a good one. I have a whole list that I'm going to go through. Um, I don't know all the people on these lists, but I have like the book that it's from next to it. Mm-hmm. So maybe you guys will recognize some of these names. Yeah. One that I put on this list was um, Jax from Once Upon a Broken Heart. Love him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrion Lannister and Sador Clegane from Game of Thrones. Um, also Peter Baelish from Game of Thrones. I didn't like him. Uh, the Darkling from Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's morally gray, to be honest with you. I think he's just evil. Really? The Darkling? Yeah. By the end of season two, I mean, he literally... Yeah, he's pretty, pretty bad. He literally died. Yeah. And he was still on his high horse about his whole plan. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, Tony Stark, Batman, Damon Salvatore, Castile Denier from Blood and Ash, Reese Ann from Akatar, Selwyn Kane from Legendborn, Eric Warner from Shatter Me, Ooh. Lou from Serpent and Dove, Lyra from To Kill a Kingdom. I hated that book. Aelin from Throne of Glass, mm-hmm. Juliet from These Violent Delights, mm-hmm. Jude from The Cruel Prince, Wrath, Wraith, Wraith, Wraith from Kingdom of the Wicked, Kaz Brecker from Six of Crows, and Severus Snape and Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. That's a really good thorough list. I was trying to like find more, and most of them were like names of books that I hadn't even heard of. So I was like, mm, I don't know about all this. You know, go read Legendborn for real. Someone yeah. Kane is so fucking good. So I thought we would do a little bit of a Kiss, Mary Kill of morally great characters. Oh, I don't know so most of these. I've got, so well, we'll see. I'll just have to That's okay. guess. If I don't know them, then you can describe them for me. Yeah, well, I don't know some of these too, so. Okay. It's going to be, ways. yeah. So we're just going to click and you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Kiss, Mary kill. Okay, ready? It, am I doing first, like, I have to choose one? Yeah. Okay. Can't change it. <clears throat> Aaron Warner from Shatter Me. Oh! <laughs> um. <laughs> kill. I'm just kidding. Let's go with Mary. Okay. Draco Malfoy. Kill. <gasps> You're going to kill Draco? I don't like Draco. What? I don't like him. He was so misunderstood. Okay. <laughs> Yep. And Aelin from Throne of Glass. So you're going to kiss her. Oh, kiss, Mary kill is not fuck, Mary kill? No, yeah, it's kiss, Mary kill. Oh, okay. It can be fuck, Mary kill if you want. I mean, okay. Getting to kiss her either way. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll kiss her. 
That's fine. I haven't read that series, but I'm sure she's a good time, so. Yeah, I've read some of it, but I don't know who that is, so. Okay, I'll go next. Juliet from These Vile Delights. Haven't read it, so I'm going to kill her. <laughs> right off the bat. Yikes. Oh, gosh. Another one. I don't know. Wrath or Wraith from Kingdom of the Wicked. I can't help you with that either. I guess I'm just going to kiss you. Ew. I don't know. I bet that's I don't like even a know if you're too. a male or if you... Damn it. Lyra from The Kill of Kingdom. God, I hated that book. I guess I have to fucking marry her. That was a really bad pick there. That I, was really yeah, bad. that was really bad. Listen. Go again. Don't read To Kill a Kingdom. <laughs> don't plan on it. I'm just going to put that out there. That was not a good book. Okay, yeah. your turn. You you go. The Dark. Oh, wait. Is it The Dark? Tony Stark. Oh, Tony it changed. Stark. Kill. <gasps> You're, he's, he's already, already dead. dead. I mean, <laughs> oh, I guess. spoiler. <laughs> he is already dead. Sorry. It keeps going right past the good ones. Castile Denier. Um, w- let's mm, he's a good kiss. One. He's a good one. We'll go with kiss. That's a good one. He'd be a good time. He would be a good time. <laughs> For multiple reasons. Lou from Serpent and Dove. I don't know this one, so I guess I'm marrying. This is good. She's a witch, so. Oh, great. Okay. She's pretty good. Your turn. Let's see if you get a better. Uh, yeah. A better Oh, group. God. Cass Brecker. Ooh. I have opinions on the Casbrecker. I don't know. I haven't read the books. I love Casbrecker. I haven't read the books he's, either. I don't know. He's kind of cringe to me. I love him so much. I guess I'm just going to kiss him. This I don't want to kill him. I'm just just gonna, do what you want. I'm just going to kiss him. I don't want to kill him yet. Okay. Oh, man. You can't really change your answer. Damn but. it. Sandor Clegane, the hound from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. God. I mean, spoiler alert, he's already dead, so I guess I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Aaron Warner. Ooh, that's a good pick. I have not read that series. It's a good pick. Press, trust me, that's, that's okay. a really good one. I need a good one. Okay, let's do it one more time. A piece. Okay. Your turn. Wrath from Kingdom of the Wicked. We'll go kill because I haven't. Okay. I don't know. We're going to get so much. People are going to be like, what, what the? the? Batman. Batman? Oh, shit. We'll go with Kiss. Okay. So whoever this is. I gotta marry, marry him. him. Oh, Casbrecker. I'll marry Casbrecker. <laughs> you protect me. <laughs> okay, I need I need a redemption here. Sandor Clegane again. I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss him this time. Okay. He's got a bird on his face, so it's kind of I don't know if I want to kiss him, but <laughs> I don't want to marry him. Selwyn Kane. <laughs> this man. I'm killing him. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm killing him. <laughs> I need a good one to marry. Oh, yeah. David Salvatore. Okay. Oh, yo. I'm still really upset, though, about Selwyn Kane. Yeah, sorry. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> I just, I haven't read that book yet. Rosel is so hot, And I bro. don't, mm, maybe I need to read it. Uh, From Legendborn? Yes. You need to yeah. read this book, dude. Okay, so I have some... Posts here saved about morally great characters mm-hmm. on Reddit, so I thought we would read some of those. This one says, I'm writing a story where almost all of my characters are morally gray. I think it's interesting that mm. where one stands morally is all perspective. And it got me interested to hear what are what were some of the most twisted morally gray characters that you wrote or read, or even people you've met, that you deeply empathized with and rooted for despite the atrocities they've committed. And what was it that made you love or root for them despite this? Um, one person said, I generally don't like morally gray characters. Oh. I'm a good versus evil fan. 
mostly because the real world has all these ambiguously great people. George Washington helped freed America, became the first president, America's first legend, slave owner, Thomas Jefferson, writer of the Declaration of Independence, the most famous document in recent history, also a slave owner. Owning slaves doesn't take away from the great things they did, but it does bring up some rather nasty character flaws. Were they good? Bad? It'll depend on your perspective. They were most certainly flawed. Thanos, from the Avengers, is, or was, morally great. With his homeworld running out of resources, Thanos put the idea to kill half the population. Randomly. That's about as gray as it gets, if you ask me. Sacrifice 4 billion lives so that 4 billion lives can continue? A horrific but balanced solution. At that point in time, I have no idea if Thanos was good or bad. You can look at it that he was saving 4 billion lives or that his plan was going to murder 4 billion. I don't love Thanos at all, but I admire the fair approach, his willingness to go where others wouldn't, and his willingness to suggest it. Not sure if that makes sense. For me, a morally gray character has to be fair. Dexter was a bit gray initially. If you only kill killers, it's that bad. I rooted for Dexter, but had no empathy for him. Caught, killed, or got away, the ending wasn't going to bother me. He deserved them all. I mean, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't know. Here's here's why I differ in opinion. Everyone has flaws. Correct. Not everyone is morally gray. Morally gray and flaws are very different. Yes. Okay? Like, yes, you're right about Thanos. I agree with that. I... I don't agree that every morally gray character, every good morally gray character needs to be balanced. I think you can be more on one side than the other. Yeah. Um, whether it be better, like more on the good side than the evil side. But I, I, I do think, with Thanos, I don't think I've ever looked at him that way as a morally gray character. I've just always saw him as evil because that's, I, I'm a big fan of Marvel and that's just how that's been kind of portrayed Uh but I mean putting it in that perspective I do see it but I also think like he literally killed his daughter but that's me it's the question originally was like what are your favorite morally gray characters that you have read or written Mm -hmm. and I have written some morally gray characters before yeah and I am I actually am currently writing a book that has multiple morally gray characters in pretty much every chapter. Mm-hmm. And one of my morally gray characters, he's a he was a murderer, like a killer uh-huh. that was he's called the bounty hunter that was going after other killers. So kind of like what they were talking about. Yeah. So he only kills other killers, and so I feel like that's morally gray. I also uh, had a killer that was very much a psychopath, just killing people. Didn't matter. Even killed some of their friends. Yeah. But you also got to see points of view that were in her point of, like, literally her mind, where you could see her morals and her motives and, Trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And so I consider her morally gray as well. So, like, I don't know. I've written some. I've read some. We've kind of already talked about that. But what about you? I feel like you're right. Like, everyone has flaws, and flaws are different than being morally gray. Everyone has done wrong. But that's not what makes these characters morally gray. It's the fact that they are on the bad side, but they have to make good choices or understanding why they are making the choices that they make. But like Thanos, I guess, was a decent example. But that's, I don't know, 
kind of extreme to me. Yeah, it's a... Somebody, co- somebody else commented and said, A Song of Ice and Fire is the king of this, which is part of the Game of Thrones books. Okay. Characters like Tyrion, and I have only seen the show, and I know you haven't seen yeah. most of it, but this is talking about the book. Characters like Tyrion Lannister are fan favorites, despite the fact that he's a rapist, advisor to an evil king, killed a singer and turned him into a soup, crushed a dude's fingers for the lulls, and has desires of carnage. The reason? Because Martin, the, the author, gives him a bunch of good traits and actions as well. Be it his intellect, his underdog story revolving around his family, his sympathy for cripples, bastards, and broken things, etc. You can point to anyone in history and find good and bad traits in them. John Wayne Gacy, notorious serial killer, donated to charities and was considered a good neighbor. Adolf Hitler, genocidal dictator, Ooh. had a great love for animals and upheld legislation to protect them from harm. Mother Teresa opened up numerous charities, also an extreme sadist who basked in suffering. Gandhi, paragon of peace, also a sexual assaulter. Those are not good examples of morally gray. Those are examples of psychopaths. Yeah, there's a difference. People who are trying to look nice. Like, I'm thinking of Adolf Hitler. Like, no, he was just evil. Mm-hmm. And that John you Mayne picked Gacy, one also thing evil. about him that was not evil. Just because an evil person does one good thing does not make them morally great. It's their, it's their whole, it's their whole. It's their motives. Life. It's yeah. their whole their story. Yeah, Tyrion Lannister is a good example mm-hmm. because in the beginning of the, of the, I'm gonna say the show because I haven't read the books. He is like this kind of evil, part of an evil family, works for an evil queen that nobody likes. Yeah. But then, like, he starts to realize that, like, maybe my family's kind of crazy. Maybe I don't want to do all these things. So then he changes his life around, and he becomes a better person. All these other people that this commenter listed, John Wayne Gacy, Adolf Hitler, they were nice before and then became psychopaths and killed a bunch of people. That's a whole lot different. Are we saying that Jeffrey Dahmer is morally gray? No. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Nope. No. There's He's a not. line. There's a line we have to draw. And I'm drawing it. This says, do you like morally great characters and does this reflect or differ from who you're drawn to? Like uh, IRL. Life? Oh. Mm-hmm. This says, Maybe. add your Enneagram or other identifiers if you want so that the similarities and differences are more mappable. Because this is on the INFJ Reddit. I don't know. Okay. Somebody commented and said, I love gray characters. They're more realistic and interesting. Are like characters who evolve. Mm-hmm. Both characters who turn from evil to good or good to evil. And real life people aren't just good or just evil. Everyone has a dark side, so people are gray and perfect be- imperfect human beings. As Chuck something, I can't pronounce his last name, says in Fight Club, you are all seeing all dancing crap of the world. Somebody said somebody else said reality is more is morally gray. So to me, morally gray characters are more relatable and realistic. Sure. I think that's the main thing. I think that's why a lot of people are so drawn to morally gray characters is because they are more relatable and they feel more human. Yeah. I feel like the main characters are so drawn up to be fictional that the morally gray characters are, I don't know, just more relatable. Yeah. More real. I, I will say this. I don't think... My preference in reading and like watching on TV, like morally gray characters, has bled into my real life. Like, I don't think I'm drawn to like gray people. Yeah, I don't think so. 
Like, I'm not into, like, ba the bad boy type IRL. Uh-uh. I'm also just not into dating, so that could just be a me thing, but, <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that bleeds into me, but that's also a subjective thing. It could, it could be, like, it, I think it's mostly because my romantic preferences and stuff didn't start my love for books and reading. My love for reading came first, and then, you know, real life came after that, so my preferences within the reading world is different from my real life. Now, if you went into reading going for a certain type that you were looking for from the real world, now that's a different thing. I don't know if I'm making sense, but... Yeah. Somebody said, I love morally great characters. Anti-heroes and well-written villains are by far my favorite because they're interesting to dissect. But I definitely would hate dealing with most of my favorite characters IRL. Like, if we're thinking of some of our favorite morally great characters, Damon. He's a ass. He is. He's an asshat. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think I would like to deal with him in real life. I feel like <laughs> he would stress me the fuck out. Yeah. Because he's an ass and sometimes makes stupid decisions. Yeah. But he For the right for... reasons, that's why it makes him morally great. I mean, there's the, even that one scene like where Elena got turned into a vampire because she drowned and it was him. It was her and her best friend, Matt, both of them human, in the car, drowning. <laughs> and Stefan came to rescue them and Elena motioned to save her friend first and Stefan did and later on that's how that's why she turned into a vampire because she died there with vampire blood in her system and Damon said of course Stefan saved who you wanted him to save because right. he, he's a good guy he's a good guy and he listens to you I would don't care what you, you. would have said I would have saved you under any right. circumstance right and that's what makes him no, the best I love him <laughs> I could do a whole episode just talking about the vampire diaries we need to talk diaries. about the vampire diaries yeah <laughs> you know they are books I know I haven't but read them but they're different they are they're way I've different I've been told they're different that's really all I had. This was a little bit of a shorter episode. You need short episodes every now and then. We, we're going to have a lot of long episodes. Yeah, not so. everybody wants to listen to us talk for an hour about how much we hate Nesta. <laughs> now, is Nesta a morally great <laughs> character? Because I think she might be. I don't know. I don't know. I think she might be a morally great character. I think she might be the only morally great character that I the, hate. <laughs> I really hate her. and she, I think she, she is morally great. Is she morally great or is she just a bitch? Well, I think she's both. Because she's got, like, her background and her motives or whatever. She makes bad decisions. I don't give a shit. She makes selfish decisions. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of the time, morally great characters make their decisions based on what's best for the people they love, regardless of if it's good or bad. I mean, she does towards the end. That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys liked this episode. Yeah. Um, let us know if you, do, if you like morally great characters. Who are your favorite ones that we didn't mention? Yeah. Well, we did. Did we miss any? Yeah. I know we did. We definitely did. And don't say Nesta. Don't say Nesta's your favorite morally great character. <laughs> I won't believe you. <laughs> I refuse that answer. Yeah. All of our links will be down in the show notes below. Yep. Follow us on our social medias, TikTok, Instagram. Email us with your suggestions. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Yep. Bye. Bye. -bye.